Welcome back to another episode of Sundays with Jeff Miller. Don't forget you can email me at Sundays, S-O-N-D-A-Z-E with Jeff Miller at gmail.com with any questions that you might have in regards to fantasy football, the upcoming draft, um, the trades that are going on right now around the National Football League that will have an effect on your fantasy football season. Now, the last time we got together, we talked about the GOAT, the greatest of all time, and we compared Tom Brady to Patrick Mahomes. Well, we know how that worked out, right? Tom Brady went on to win the NFL championship and the Super Bowl, which was it a surprise? It doesn't seem like it, um, but hey, we're going to roll on from that, and we're going to talk about the boat episode with Tom Brady. Now, how did you like that toss from Tom Brady to Rob Gronkowski of the Super Bowl trophy? Now, what would have happened if that would have ended up in the lake like somebody's cell phone did? Well, I guess it wasn't a lake, it was a river, but what a celebration, right? Instead of having this big, huge parade that you normally have through the cities, we loaded the beach up, we loaded the river up with boats, and by the way, nobody was wearing masks on those boats. There was a lot of dancing. Seemed like there were a lot of people within six foot of each other waiting for that health report to come out here in another month or two and see who was affected by that parade but the boat the toss it was perfect just like Tom Brady and the way he played in the Super Bowl spot on the throw was really nice and it was completed to Ron Gronkowski now there's also another topic that came up and it was called woke the worst of all trades now I've been talking quite a bit and mentioning a little bit about some of the things going on around the NFL and so it made me decide that I am going to do a ultimate draft podcast. So I am going to come up with an ultimate draft of quarterbacks for my podcast. So I'm going to put together three, maybe even four shows where I am going to put the right quarterback with the right team and I will review that for you in a few minutes as we get started in that but I am excited about putting this together because there seems to be quite a bit of uh, question marks out there around the NFL but we're gonna start with one that we know right now is taken care of and I'm gonna ask the question if it was one of the worst of all trades now Matt Stafford who is 32 years old went to the Los Angeles Rams and the Detroit Lions get Jared Goff, who is 26 years old. Now, I have some friends who I have been in communique with who don't believe thoroughly with my own personal opinion of this trade. Now, not that I disagree that it wasn't time for Stafford to go from Detroit, but I do question why in the world would the Lions want to take on Jared Goff. Now there are many who believe that, you know, he's not really that bad and he's only 26. Yes, but if you're a Detroit Lions fan, are you really wanting to wait six more years for him to see if he's qualified to be the quarterback for the Detroit Lions? I know, I know. He's been in the Super Bowl, lost by the way, 
He's been in the playoffs. He's had a few wins, but he has not been the major reason. If you believe that Jared Goff is the reason that the Los Angeles Rams have been anywhere near a Super Bowl, you're nuts. I'm sorry. It is because of their defense. It is because of Aaron Donald. It is because of picking up Jalen Ramsey. And the Detroit Lions are nowhere near having those types of quality players on the defensive side of the ball. Not to mention the contracts. So this year in 2021, Matt Stafford is $33 million against the cap. And Jared Goff is $34 million. $950,000. So there's really, you know, eh, a little bit of a wash there, right? Next year, Stafford is $26 million. And then in year 2023, he's only $3 million. In 2022, Jared Goff is $32,900,000. And then 2023, if you keep him, $32,450,000. And 24 is 28450000 dollars $64. So my only thing here is that that is not going to be an easy contract to get rid of. He's, I don't believe, and, and, I, and we don't know this, but I don't really believe that he's going to perform better. Uh, we're not going to be able to say to another team, well, he took the Detroit Lions to the Super Bowl, because we know that's not going to happen in the next year or two, right? It's just not. This roster is not set up for that kind of a turnaround. So for me, the salary structure of Jared Goff is just too much. That's that's my beef with the trade. Not the fact that they were able to get two first-round draft picks. I understand that. They got a 2021 third. They get the first-round pick in 2022 of the Rams and in 2023. Now, if the Rams are successful the next two years, and let's just say they're somewhere in the area of where they've been, that turns out to be a 20 sixth round pick average okay for those two years and if you take that wouldn't you have rather had as a lions fan a first round pick this year for instance carolina panthers were offering the eighth pick to the lions so now now not only do you have the seventh pick this year you have the eighth pick you can make a significant impact on your team with those two round picks now, I know many people are saying, yeah, but we got two two picks the next two years, so now we have four picks. I understand that. I do. I get it. Uh, I'm not in agreement with it. I really am not. And my beef with that is that they're going to be a later-round pick, for one. We know that. And we're still stuck with that salary. What could you do without that salary? With Carolina, we didn't have to take on a salary. We didn't have to take on anything. So we would have an opportunity to draft a quarterback and not have the cap hit if we would have made the move with the Carolina Panthers. Now, looking further into this a little bit, in 2021, Matt Stafford, his cap savings, if you would have cut him, was $14 million. And then in 2022, it's $20 million. Jared Goff, if you were to cut him, your cap savings is going to cost you $30,250,000 this year against the cap. There is no savings is what I'm telling you. And then in 2022, you would save $2,050,000. 
That's the money I'm talking about. That's the money that you could have applied somewhere else where you might have been able to entice somebody to come to Detroit other than having Jared Goff as your quarterback. And if you want to compare statistics, I mean, really, Stafford averaged his yards per game this year, 255, Goff, 263. Um, Passing touchdowns, 1.6 for Stafford, 1.3 for Goff. Stafford was ranked 15th. Goff was ranked 19th. Fantasy points average, if you're looking at it from a fantasy football standpoint, Stafford was 20.2. Goff was 19.8. Not really seeing what uh, the Rams see in Stafford there. I mean, really, 0.4 points difference as far as fantasy points go. Interceptions, Stafford's lower, 0.6, 0.9 for Goff. Goff was fifth worst in the league in interceptions this year, and then Stafford was 16th. And then completion percentage, Stafford at 64 was 12th, and Goff was 67th at, uh, and, and 67% ranked 15th. So kind of makes you wonder what, what these moves are made for sometimes. I understand that Matt Stafford wanted out. I understand that Matt Stafford had certain places he didn't want to go uh, or wasn't willing to go to. I get all the logistics of that. But really interested to see how this works. Personally, uh, myself, I would like to see the Detroit Lions take Jared Goff and trade him right now. And maybe, maybe there are teams out there that we will discuss in a future podcast that would be willing to take on that salary. So we'll look at some of the salaries that the teams have available and possibly get a pick in return for Goff um, because there might be some teams out there that might be interested in the style of play that Jared Goff presents. That's all I'm going to say about that. Now, I do want to say to Matt Stafford that it was really neat that him and his wife, um, Kelly, donated $1 million to build the Kelly and Matthew Stafford and Friends Education Center in Lipke Park. Um, along with Mitch Album, I think that is really, really a cool thing that they did there. This is um, a massive donation to the Say Detroit Foundation. It's a nonprofit that helps low-income families make sure their children get a quality education. And if you're going to move on from a city, that is a great way to help out and say thank you. So... What a stand-up guy Matt Stafford has been in Detroit. Now, to quickly take a look at some of our future podcasts that are coming up, that, like I talked about, we are going to look at some of the teams and some of the players who are going to be available at quarterback because we're going to try to figure this puzzle out as we move forward. So, uh, in the AFC East, I'm going to start with teams that we know who are set at quarterback. And the only team I believe that's set at quarterback in the AFC East, which is Buffalo, Miami, New England, and New York Jets, is Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. I think they're set. The other three teams, I think, are going to be looking at the quarterback position between now and the draft and free agency. And yes, I do include Miami, even with Tua, in that conversation. Now, if you go to the AFC North, this conference seems to be a little more set in Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, Cincinnati has Joe Burrow, and Cleveland has Baker Mayfield. Those three guys, they're not going anywhere. They will be the starters. However, Pittsburgh, big question mark, because Big Ben is going to cost Pittsburgh 
$41 million, or I think it's just over 40, but close to $41 million this year. Pittsburgh cannot afford that. Uh, ben was not good enough last year to have that. We're going to look into what the cap casualty would be if they were to cut him or possibly move on. Honestly, I think him and Matt Ryan are in the same ballpark. There's really nobody that can take on those salaries or would um, with their current rate of play. So I am going to say currently that I believe Pittsburgh is going to move on from Ben Roethlisberger. I think they're going to reach some kind of an agreement and it's just time and the cap casualty, they will settle on a payment that will allow him to walk away and for Pittsburgh to move on. I don't think he played well enough at the end of last year to warrant coming back to Pittsburgh at $40 million a year. In the AFC South, Houston and Indianapolis, I think are two teams that are going to be looking for quarterback along with the Jacksonville Jaguars. The only team there that is currently going to stay put, Tennessee with Ryan Tannehill. Houston, I think, will be moving on. I mean, in the fact that we know that J.J. Watt uh, just announced that they released him. They didn't even try to trade him for a draft pick. They released him. They just let him go. They agreed together that he would uh, be allowed to walk and seek free agency, which is what he did. I think they're not going to do that with Deshaun, but I do think Watson's on his way out. I think that if you are uh, Nick Casario there in Houston, the new GM, doesn't seem like Watson was happy with that move. You know, wash your hands, walk away, and just build that roster. You got a great opportunity. He's going to get you some picks. And yes, I would try to get uh, a quarterback in the draft this year or a quarterback through a trade and then a draft of a rookie to start building that roster back in Houston. Indianapolis, their situation is a little more complicated, but we have some opportunities there for them. We'll be talking about them. And then Jacksonville with Urban Meyer, there's always a puzzle there. And I believe, I believe that Trevor Lawrence is not Urban Meyer's number one pick at the quarterback level. I, I think that there might be an opportunity for a few things to take place there. We'll discuss that. In the AFC West, Denver and Las Vegas. Denver is definitely looking for a replacement quarterback, but Kansas City, LA Chargers, they're set. Chargers with Justin Herbert, Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes. But Vegas is interesting because of Carr and Mariota. I believe one of them will stay, and I believe one of them will go, and I will share that with you uh, in our next few podcasts as we start to put the big NFL quarterback puzzle together for this year. In the NFC East, the Dallas Cowboys, are they set with Dak Prescott, or are they not? Are they going to sign him for a one-year? Uh, are they going to put the tag on him again, or are they going to reach a multi-year agreement? It will be interesting Dallas needs some help. I mean, they're they're kind of hurting on the defensive side of the ball. We'll discuss that. New York Giants with Daniel Jones and Philadelphia for the current year, I am going to say that both of those teams are going to stay put. Jalen Hurts was drafted early last year. I think they're going to give him an opportunity to be the starting quarterback. I wouldn't be surprised to see them pick possibly a backup quarterback to help with his growth and development. That could be through free agency. That could be through the draft. It could be through a trade with another team. New York Giants, Daniel Jones, I think they're going to stay put with him this year. His cap hit is $7 million. That's pretty cheap for a quarterback. And they haven't signed his fifth-year tender yet. So 
I think this is a make or break year for Daniel Jones. He either will play himself into that fifth year contract or he will be in his last year in New York. And that would not surprise me at all from the Giants. Washington's going to be looking for a quarterback. We know that. I'm not sure Alex Smith's contract is friendly and if he will be willing. I think I read that somewhere along the line it's like a $19 million deal if he plays this year. I will update that for sure for you as we progress, but I don't think Alex Smith is taking Washington to a Super Bowl. In the NFC North, Detroit with Jared Goff, are they set? Are they not? We'll answer that question in the next few weeks. Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, could he be walking out the door? Could they be looking to move on from him? It's a possibility. Minnesota, Kirk Cousins, he's on the move. I am going to tell you right now he's going to be on the move, and I'm going to tell you where he's going to end up. And then Chicago, they're kind of stuck in the middle. And I think I have a solution for Chicago. So we're going to talk about that and see what where that ends up in the next few podcasts. NFC South, Atlanta is stuck with Matt Ryan and his $40 million hit, but will they draft a quarterback in the first round? We'll talk about that. And then... Tom, Bra- Tom Brady in Tampa Bay, he's not going anywhere. He's going to play till he's 57, well, at least 45, according to him. And I believe he can. He looks like he's 25 to me. He looks like he's just a, in the prime of his career. I, I don't know, it's crazy. Uh, New Orleans with Hill and Winston. Are they going to stay put? Is Breeze done? He hasn't announced it. I think he will be retired, though, and I think uh, we'll talk more about New Orleans and their situation as we move forward. And then the Carolina Panthers, they've been knocking on everybody's door. They are definitely going to make a move at quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater did not get it done for them. And what's going to happen there in Carolina? And then in the NFC West, Arizona, Kyler Murray, they're all set. The L.A. Rams, Matt Stafford, they're all set. San Francisco, Jimmy Garoppolo, are they set? I don't know. We'll talk about that. And then Seattle, Russell Wilson. What is going to happen with Russell Wilson? I mean, he started talking about not being happy in Seattle and wanting more say in what takes place there. And Seattle has Seattle has no draft picks in the first round. So we're going to talk about that. Free agent quarterbacks available. Dak Prescott, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Tyrod Taylor, Jacoby Brissett, Cam Newton, Andy Dalton. Mitchell Trubisky, Jameis Winston, Joe Flacco, and Nick Mullins, just to name a few. And then, like I said, there are some teams that actually have a couple quarterbacks on their rosters that I haven't mentioned. How about how about Carson Wentz being available, right? And then uh, Sam, Sam Darnold being available. I talked about Tua, Bridgewater, Drew Locke will be available. Matt Ryan, Jimmy Garoppolo, Kirk Cousins, Carr, Mariota. It, the list is... It's interesting. It's going to be a really interesting year in, in the NFL, and I am so excited to be talking about this. Another podcast that I'm super excited about is I have invited a guest to join my show, and uh, he has agreed to do this, and we go way back, and believe me, he is a Detroit Lion fan. We're going to talk about drinking the Kool-Aid we're going to talk about each other's opinions of the trade with Stafford and Goff. We're going to continue that conversation. And then we're going to talk more about a mock draft. There is actually an app where you can do a mock draft. I am going to do a mock draft. I am asking him to do a mock draft. 
and we're going to go through for the Lions, and we're going to draft and see where we end up and have a, just a conversation about how that roster could be switched. He's younger than me, and he's, he is drinking the Kool-Aid. He definitely believes that this is the greatest move in the world, and like I tried to explain to him, I've been doing this for 40 years, and I have seen this play out more than once. Not quite as excited about the new GM, not quite as excited about the new coach, um, I think there were other things that I would have liked to have seen him do, but I'm willing to give these guys a chance. And I am anxious to see the difference between the two of us, I think, is that I don't like the word rebuild. When I see a team like Tampa Bay go from 7-9 and nine to the Super Bowl chance, I want that for the Lions. We were 6-10 and 10 at one point. They could actually turn that around and do the Super Bowl thing too, in my opinion. And I don't think that... At this current state, it shows that that's what their intentions are. I think they're looking at more of a two- to three-year process. That's why they gave the coach and Holmes a six-year deal. And I'm not willing to wait six years to see if they can make it. I'm just not. I want instant gratification, and that's what I think the Lions need to do. So I'm going to have some fun with that with him. And that episode will be probably uh, within the next couple weeks. First, we're going to get the quarterbacks placed. And then we will have that episode coming up here on Sundays with Jeff Miller. So once again, I'm going to wrap it up today. Thanks for joining in. Uh, we've got some episodes coming a little quicker here over the next few days to try to fill in this puzzle that I'm working on. Remember to play nice, love your neighbor, and have fun. Bye.